0: So what does it mean when someone says it's not bad? You're talking to them and you say, how's it going? And they say, it's not bad. What exactly does that mean? It doesn't mean it's good. It just means it's not bad. Now this presupposes two things. It means that there's good and there's bad. And somewhere in between is not bad. And I think that's the worst place to be in. And I'm going to tell you why on this episode of The Empowered Life. You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland, breakthrough to the life you deserve. So there's good, there's bad, and there's not bad. Now, sometimes people say, oh, that's just something that people say. You ask, how's it going? And they say, it's not bad. And that's just something people say. But in NLP, we say that your words mean everything. And what you say has a lot of meaning. They're not just words. It's giving an indication of what's going on inside your mind. So what does that mean? Not bad. We call this the gray zone. This is where it's, it's not bad. You know, I'm paying my bills. I'm getting by. I'm making my mortgage payments. I'm comfortable here. This is what some people call the comfort zone. We call it the gray zone. Here, I know how to deal with my problems. I know how to cope. I have strategies for coping with my problems, for getting by. Here, it's just not bad. It's also not good. So where people really want to be is where it's really good. This is where you have the money you want, the success you want, the relationships you want, the status you want. The career you want, the freedom you want, the flexibility you want, everything you want. And on the other end of the spectrum is when it's bad. This is when you ask a person, how's it going today? And they don't say not bad. They say it sucks because here where it's bad, this is where it sucks. This is when I'm not making my mortgage payments. This is when I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel to get by. This is when the marriage is falling apart. This is when I've lost my job. This is what happens when it's bad, when it really sucks. And here, in this place, it really hurts. So when a person's in this place, they will do anything possible to get out of it, to move back to where they can breathe again. Now, the reason why being in the gray zone is the worst possible place to be is because it's not very motivating to get out of it. Right? Like all my needs are met, I'm okay here, but I don't get to the things that I want because it's just not bad enough for me to make a change. But when it's bad, when it sucks, that's when it hurts so badly that a person will do anything possible to get out of it. This is often when clients come to me and they say, it sucks, I don't know what to do, nothing's working in my life, and I need help. Here a person will do anything to get out of the pain. And so it's incredibly motivating at first because pain can be a powerful motivator at first. But that just gets us started. See, when a person's motivated by the pain, getting out of something, they will be incredibly motivated until it no longer hurts and then motivation declines. So as the pain declines, motivation declines, and now it's just not bad again. And that's where people get stuck. That's the second place people come to me in. They say, I'm stuck. I'm not where I want to be. They'll tell me, you know, I'm paying my bills. My business is okay. My marriage is okay. I'm not in danger of losing my house. And I can't get out of this. Because their motivation has dropped. So they've had the high drama at some point in life where things sucked. And they've done the work to get out of that. They've climbed their way away from that. And now they're not motivated to move any further. Because now they're okay. The danger's gone. The pain's gone. This is the worst place to be because a person can literally spend their entire life in the gray zone, staying where it's just not bad because it's not bad enough to get out of it and move forward. This is a person that will continually talk about their dreams, what they want in life and never do anything to step towards it. This was my dad. My dad always talked about, yeah, you know, one day I'd like to do this thing. Someday I'll start a business. One day I'm going to start my own farm someday I'm going to take a trip, but it was never, he never took a step forward towards that because that would mean leaving the gray zone. And if you think that where it sucks in the bad spot, if you think that that's painful, the discomfort of stepping out of the gray zone can be even worse. It is incredibly uncomfortable because to get out of that gray zone, you have to let go of everything you believe you are, You have to change to do something you haven't done before. So when a client comes to me, they'll say, I don't know how to do that thing. I don't know how to be that person. And I say, of course you don't, because you haven't done it yet. You haven't done it yet. How can you be something or know how to be something that you haven't been before? How can you know how to achieve something you haven't achieved before? This is when I think it's really important to have a coach, someone to guide you through the process, because Without that, people tend to stay stuck. They tend to stay stuck. So people will make massive change when it sucks, when it hurts, when they have to get out of it because they have to do something. They literally cannot survive staying in that space where it sucks. But to move from not bad to great takes a whole lot of work. It is uncomfortable. And because it's uncomfortable, it's much easier to stay where it's not bad than to go through the discomfort of change. Think about change in nature. A seed, to become a flower, a seed literally has to fall apart and trust that it'll become something. A caterpillar, a caterpillar in a cocoon turns to goo. Its cellular structure has to entirely break down and rebuild itself as something brand new. And I don't know. I always ask this question because I don't know. I wonder how much the caterpillar knows about what's happening or if it thinks it's dying. Does it know that it's going to emerge as something brand new? Does it trust in the process or does it feel like death? Because I would think that to the caterpillar going through that, it would feel a lot like death. And when we go from being in the space of it's not bad in the gray zone to great, It can feel a lot like a death because the parts of you that no longer serve, those old beliefs, the parts of you that are not congruent with where you want to go, those parts of you have to die off. It's like shedding a layer of yourself to be reborn into something brand new. And there's so much uncertainty around that. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm capable enough. I don't know if I can achieve it. What if I try and I fail? What if it's not perfect? What if? There are so many what ifs, and that's what creates this discomfort and this shedding of the self to become something totally brand new. And not only do those old beliefs and strategies and ways of being and the ways of coping that we've developed, not only do all of those things have to fall away and die, relationships will fall away and die. I was just having this conversation with a client the other day about how. As we grow, as we rise up in life, there will be people who cannot handle that change because they still want to see you or they still do see you as the person you were before and they can't handle the change. They don't know how to relate to you now. Something is off. It creates this cognitive dissonance in them where they feel like, I don't know this person anymore. And it creates fear in them. All sorts of fears will start to come up as this person's going to leave me. This person doesn't want to abuse me anymore. I'm no longer good enough to be around this person. This person's outgrowing me. And it might challenge their beliefs about themselves as well, of what they can do, what they're capable of. It might hold a mirror up to them to say, oh God, maybe I need to do some work. And if they're not ready for that, it's going to be very uncomfortable for them. And it's going to create friction in that relationship. It's like crabs in a bucket. If you ever go crab fishing, which I actually have not gone crab fishing. I had a terribly traumatic experience fishing as a kid. It wasn't really. I just realized that the fish actually died, that the fish I caught died, and I had a, a little meltdown over that. Never went fishing again. That's a story for a whole other episode. When you catch crabs, you have to put two in the bucket at once. You can never just put one crab in the bucket because if you do, that crab will climb its way out and free itself. But if you put two crabs in the bucket, the other one will pull, the one trying to escape, will pull it back in. They'll keep pulling each other back down, back into the bucket. And that's what people tend to do when they see somebody rising up above the masses, is they tend to want to grab on and pull them back down into what's safe and familiar. Now, I know that those people are doing the best that they can with what they have available, and they're doing it out of love because where you're going could be very scary for them. And it could come from a place of wanting to protect you and keep you safe because they don't know what's out there. You might have a sense, you know what's out there for you, that out there is freedom and success and money and all the things that you want to achieve, legacy, abundance, prosperity, but they don't know that yet. All they know is that in the bucket, it's familiar and it's safe and they will pull you back down into the bucket, believing that they're saving you. So don't look at these people with contempt. It's just sometimes relationships have to fall away in order to get to where you want in life. And it's trusting in the process of shedding those layers of yourself, of others around you, and being willing to just let them go. Because what's waiting for you on the other side is the stuff that's really great, that everyone's striving to get to. And at the same time, afraid to take the step out of the comfort zone to get there. So you have to be willing to do that process and that process can look a lot like destruction from the outside. And that's where I think it's really important to have a coach, someone to guide you through it so that it doesn't have to be destructive. So you can get through that process easily, smoothly, effortlessly, and someone to reassure you that it's all going to be okay on the other side of it. So I think that that gray zone is the worst place to be in because it's a place where people get stuck the most. It's a place, I think, where regret is born. You know, I know for my dad, for example, he had a lot of regrets because he had never done the things he wanted to do because he let himself get stuck in that gray zone because it just wasn't bad enough to make a change. Now, I did see my dad go through a time in his life where it did really, really suck, and he went through a a bankruptcy, he went through his second divorce, and that time in his life, he probably would have said it really did suck. And he did everything possible to get out of there only to find himself back in the gray zone where it wasn't bad enough to continue moving forward in life. A lot of entrepreneurs get stuck there. They get stuck in, well, I'm paying my bills now. It's okay. It's, you know, not where I want to be, but it's not bad anymore. Now, the other danger of that is that the person who the person who is in the gray zone of it's not bad, and they recall when they were totally motivated is when they were in pain, struggling, they will focus on staying away from that struggle. Now we've talked about this in other episodes that you get what you focus on. So if they're continually focused on, I don't want it to hurt again. I don't want to be broke again. I don't want to struggle again. In the unconscious mind, not knowing the negative, not being able to process that negative linguistically, will focus on that thing that you don't want to have happen. And we get what we focus on. So unconsciously, your behavior will start to be directed towards what you don't want. So ultimately, you'll end up exactly where you don't want to be again. And that's where people say, I'm here again. I thought this would never happen again. Right? They're repeating a pattern. Now they're creating a pattern of behavior. And that will motivate them again. Again to start moving forward. This is the person who is a yo-yo dieter, right? It sucks where they are. They feel uncomfortable. They feel unhealthy. They don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to look this way anymore. I don't want my clothes to feel tight on me anymore. And they will do everything possible to get out of that state. And the further away from it they get, the more comfortable they get until they end up back in the gray zone. They don't reach that ultimate level of health and wellness that they were striving for. They end up just comfortable and eventually will regain the weight back, right? Because they don't want to feel that way again and they focus on what they don't want. And they end up recreating that drama again, the crisis, so that they can have what they want and so that they can get motivated again. And they still don't get what they want and they'll keep cycling through that process. That is the structure of burnout. The human nervous system can only do that for so long before it burns out. That's the business owner who makes money in their business and loses it. I started there. When I started with my coach, I remember saying the words to him, I feel like I'm not hungry enough to succeed. Because when I started my business, I had to make money or we were going to be homeless and broke. We had nothing else coming in. So I was hungry to make something happen. I said to my coach, I just don't feel like I'm hungry enough right now. I feel like something has to happen for me to feel hungry. And my coach said to me, then you're going to recreate that. So, we did work on that to get rid of that focus. I could focus totally towards what I wanted and create the success that I wanted without ending up back in the bad place where everything falls apart. Now, this is something we can do, this is something we do do with clients where we help move people from where they are stuck to where they want to be in a short period of time. Because once you start moving towards it, once you pick up that momentum, Once you shift your focus from what you don't want to what you do want, you can make happen anything you want in life. It's a matter of focus, taking action towards what you want, being really clear about what you want. In fact, those are the three things I say that I do with clients as I help them get clarity, take action and be focused. So if you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Leave me a five star review to let me know that you like this one. I love reading your reviews. That's what keeps me moving forward with this podcast. So leave me your five-star iTunes review. Let me know you liked it. Share it with a friend. Send me a message on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to connect with me. I'm on all social platforms, either under Terry Holland, Terry H Coaching, or Terry Holland Coaching. You can find me under those. So thank you for joining me today. Hope you liked this episode, and I hope you have a fantastic day.